You're listening to Rhema for Today. Then I think we've tried to use prayer, you know, like a fellow to say, well, I'm just going to breathe, but I'm not going to eat, you see. And it's going to take the place of the Word, but it isn't. All the praying, and our praying, if we don't know the Word, our praying is not going to be effective. It's when you come in contact with the Word of God to know what the Bible said. And you know that Satan's dominion in your life has ended. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, The Integrity of God's Word, next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. You know... Jesus said, you'll know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Now, we believe in prayer. We call this school of prayer and school of healing, and we just finished a prayer seminar, you know, teaching twice a day for a, a number of days, six days twice a day, and two other days once a day on the subject. But you know, I think a lot of times we are depending on prayer to do for us what the Word of God is supposed to do. Well, now, prayer is important. Don't misunderstand me. But it's not a substitute for the Word of God. And prayer will not be successful if it's not based on the Word of God. For you remember Jesus said in John 15, 7, the gospel of John 15, chapter 7, verse, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. You see, it's not only when you abide in him, but it's when his words abide in you that you can ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. So therefore, you can readily see from that verse for prayer to be effective, to be a successful prayer, then you're going to have to know the Word and your life and your prayers is going to have to be built and based upon the Word of God. Isn't that correct? But I think what we do a lot of times is we try to make up our for our lack of knowledge of God's word through extra praying. Well, that's fine, but it won't work. That'd be sort of like a fellow would say, I understand what I'm saying, the illustration. The word of God is like to our spirits, is like food is or bread to our bodies. Remember Jesus said in Matthew 4, 4, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Now what's he saying? He's using a natural human term to explain the spiritual thought. He's saying that what bread, bread stands for food, what food is to the human body, the Word of God is to our spirits, isn't he? Well, you see, in the natural, then you might as well say, well, you know, I'll just drink water and won't ever eat anything, and I can get by on just drinking water. Well, no, you can't. On the other hand, you can't get by just by eating and not any water. Or you might as well say this. I'll just uh, uh, breathe an extra so many times a day instead of eating. Just take so many extra deep breaths. Won't eat anything. You know, that'll get me by. Well, prayer should be as natural to us as breathing, but you can't just get by on prayer alone. You understand we're not belittling prayer. We're not telling you that you shouldn't pray anymore. We're telling you that you shouldn't breathe. 
Because you know if you don't breathe, then it ain't going to do you no good to eat. Because if you don't breathe, you ain't going to eat much. Isn't that right? All right. What's the illustration I'm saying? I'm saying that I think we've tried to use prayer, you know, like a fellow to say, well, I'm just going to breathe, but I'm not going to eat, you see. And it's going to take the place of the word, but it isn't. All the praying and our praying, if we don't know the word, our praying is not going to be effective. It's when you come in contact with the word of God and know what the Bible said. And you know that Satan's dominion in your life has ended. Now, he may be dominating others, but Satan's dominion in your life has ended. And that you're free. And that you're absolutely delivered. Because what God says is. Now, notice what he said. He says we're redeemed. Notice that 14th verse. In whom, you see, the 13th verse, he tells us what this redemption consists of. In who hath delivered us from the power, authority, of darkness, translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. In whom we have redemption. Notice he said have, present tense. He didn't say in whom we're going to have redemption. We have it, present tense. We have what? Redemption. In other words, he says we are redeemed. We are redeemed. We are redeemed. Say it out loud. I am redeemed. I am redeemed. Say that again. I am redeemed. Now then here again is, is where we fail when we think about redemption. If our minds have not been sufficiently renewed with the word of God, if we have not sufficiently fed upon God's word, then when you think about redemption, you just think about being redeemed from sin and sort of let it go with that. And the majority of Christians do that. Well, we do have a perfect redemption. We do have a perfect redemption from our sins. Because he said... We're redeemed through his blood, even the forgiveness or the remission of sins, our sins. Actually, it's to be regretted in the King James translation, at least, that they uh, interchange those words sometimes. Uh, the word for remission, the Greek word, is always used in connection with the sinner, never the word forgiveness. The sinner is never forgiven. If you'd make an in-depth study of that, get you a Greek concordance, if you know, or, and, and study it, it, it would bless you. The word forgiveness is never used in connection with the sinner. Now, the word forgiveness is used in connection with the Christians. Thank God they can be forgiven. But you see, remission has to do with everything you did and everything you was before you were born again. Forgiveness has to do with what we do after we're born again. Remission is the wiping out of everything connected with our old life. Thank God there are no hangovers in the divine life. You're absolutely a new creature. You may be living in the same body, but you're a new creature. There are no sin scars upon you. There might be some left on the body because of wrongdoing, but there's none on the inward man because he's a new man. Praise God. 
You're a new creature created in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Paul said right into the Colossians also, you're complete in him. Now what God has made us, that's, that's what we are. Praise God. New creations. Now, we need to realize this. Like I said, so many times in our thinking, when we talk about redemption, to some people all it means is being saved in their sense and their thinking from sin. But now, just stop a little bit and analyze that 12th verse of Colossians 1. Giving thanks unto the Father, which is, well, the 12th verse, I read the 13th and 14th, but giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet, M-W-E-T, King James translation, made us able, another translation said, enabled us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who had delivered us from the power of darkness, now notice, in one verse he talks about light, the next verse he talks about darkness. Darkness is the kingdom of, of Satan. Satan heads up that kingdom. He's the king in that kingdom. He's the Lord in that kingdom. But the kingdom of light heads up in Jesus. I am, he said, the light of the world. Now, he said that we, we give thanks unto the Father that's made us, able, enabled us to be partakers of the inheritance, to partake of the inheritance of the saints in light. Then he goes on to tell us, you see, a part of what that inheritance is, who hath delivered us. That's what the inheritance consists of, deliverance or redemption. From what? From the authority of Satan. We almost have to, well, our minds have to be renewed with the word of God for us to see it. Now, if Satan doesn't have any more authority over us, that means spirit, soul, and body. Can Satan just do what he wants to with their bodies? Or with our soul, it's just that he can't touch our spirits? No. Back there in 1 Corinthians 6, Paul said, writing to the church at Corinth, Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which you have of God. And then he went on to say, Glorify God in your spirit and in your body, which are the Lord's. Glorify God in both of them. Now we need to find out and settle in our minds once and for all, and then we're not in darkness. You see, if you don't know, if you're in darkness, you wonder, you don't know how to pray, you, you, you hear Christian people, good people, don't misunderstand me, born-again people, spirit-filled people, when sickness comes very often, well, maybe God sent this on me. Well, in the first place, God didn't send it on them at all. Where did sickness come from? See, find Bible answers. Don't, don't take man's answer or some, what some church teaches. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. 
I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. This month, we're offering Kenneth E. Hagin's Legacy Bible. Some of the features of this Bible include a collection of 26 lessons on faith, giant King James text, all bound in black, genuine leather. Next is the three CD series, Jesus is Coming Again, from Kenneth E. Hagin. Last but not least is Kenneth W. Hagin's Slimline Book, The Life of Obedience. All these items are at the special discounted price of $130. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Well, you know, you got something coming up here in September that people need oh, to know about, wow. especially the ladies. The ladies need to know about my Kindle the Flame Women's Conference. That is September the 28th through the 30th. Registration course is now open. It is a women's conference like no other women's conference yeah, that, that you'll ever go to. Lynette and, and our daughter Denise, yes. they host this convention. And our conference, I guess you'd yes. call it. And it is a great... Hey, guys, if you want to do something good for your lady, yes. go register. Go to rhema.org slash KTF register. Get, get her Surprise all... Surprise her. Yeah, get she her all... She will be surprised. Yeah, get her all set up. Because <laughs> it is a great conference. Yes. You need to be there. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen with his teaching, The Integrity of God's Word. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.